0: Pick up the phone, we're calling. This is Edwig. This is Mwila. Your host for this podcast. Welcome to the second episode of Pick Up the Phone podcast. We are away for a little bit due to some technical difficulties that we finally figured out, hopefully. Yeah. And we'll bring you guys a very important topic,
1: and I'll just let you introduce that. (laughs) (laughs) So we will be talking about mental health, and I think this is a really important conversation, especially from, you know, both of our cultural backgrounds. Mm -hmm. It's not really discussed in our community, and I feel like there is either a lack of knowledge or just ignorance towards it, like not willing to learn more about it. And I think it's so, so important, especially with our economical background. I feel like there's so much attached to mental health with with status and money and yeah. resources. So,
0: yeah. yeah. And on that same note, I think it might be a bit of a denial as well. Mm. And I'm just going to go straight into this because we've heard this statement so many times, but people... Just think mental health issues are for white people. (laughs) Like literally someone has
1: said the exact thing to me. Like, why would you be bothered by things for white people? Confession. Mm -hmm. We should have confession time in our our podcast. Confession time. Okay. When I first came here, (laughs) because mental health is... It's prominent, like it's really discussed here. Um, I don't want to say it's celebrated, but it's it's normalized, I guess that's the word that I'm looking for. Yeah. We have uh, Bell Let's Talk over here. Talk about mental health on Bell Let's Talk. It's, it's pretty cool, actually. Um, but the first first and second year I came here now people are like i'm depressed i have anxiety i was like "Bro, africans don't get depressed like that was really my mentality coming in first yeah. year and second year i just did not think i could ever get depressed or understand what that means ironically i'm studying psychology i still felt like that was not a black man's person i mean black man's issue or yet alone yet a. whatever (laughs) an african's issue like i just did not believe i could ever get depressed
0: yeah but also i think um we have a lot of people who felt depressed or anxious or any other mental disorder but they didn't know that that's what they were experiencing and i think that was the experience for myself uh before we go into that i just wanted to uh clarify for people because when People talk about mental health, they just think it doesn't apply to me. But although not everyone has a mental health disorder, everyone has mental health. And if we each, yeah. yeah, we each know just mental health as <laughs> much as we have physical health. Oh, emotional right. Health, okay. Now I get what has you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you might not have a disorder, but you have your mental health to take care of. Maybe we can just start to dive into the things that can affect your mental health. Uh, the first one that I actually didn't know, I saw this from... Have you ever watched Shameless? Yes. Yeah. You know how Ian uh, ends up suffering from bipolar? Actually, i never we, that far. Okay. So we <laughs> get to know that <laughs> yeah. his mother used to suffer from the same thing. So I didn't know, like, it can be... Hereditary? Yeah. So there are a lot of people who could suffer from that just because their parents have suffered from it or their grandparents or whoever. But we also have mental health disorders that can come about due to our environments Mm -hmm. and especially now with how connected we all are there's a time you remember when there were issues happening left right and center everyone was posting something this is what's happening in sudan this is what's happening in this is what's happening and we're all
1: exposed last year it was around like um that black lives matter march i remember yeah that was just, that was a lot.
0: Yeah, so we have all these things that we're exposed to all at once. Mm-hmm. And I think it can be difficult to know how to navigate that and to know how to deal with that, especially if it's issues that directly affect you or your country or your loved ones. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to know how you can manage some of those. I was also going to say biological factors. Like you can just be born like that, maybe mm-hmm. your genes or like just how your brain functions. functions. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I think... um mm-hmm. Leaving biology aside, lack of resources is another factor that could really impact um, your mental health mm-hmm. if you don't have access to health care or um, finances yeah. and um, jobs, for instance, or education. Like so many things. Sorry, a lack of resources could really, really impact us. And I feel like that's why it's really important to talk about it um, with our community back home, because we're not as... Developed, I guess, as the Western world with having like free healthcare or um, everybody can go to school, it's paid for by the government or whatever it is. Um, what else could impact your mental health? Uh, I was
0: gonna say, oh, life experiences such oh. as trauma or abuse, you can develop right. some uh, disorders from there because it's something that has affected you in your life and your body can. Especially
1: childhood trauma. Yeah,
0: there's what was I watching? There's this show that I was watching <laughs> yeah. and this woman, she basically developed an an alter ego, is that mm-hmm. the thing? Mm-hmm. But she had gone through a very traumatic experience. So her mind created this whole new person mm-hmm. to like kind of get her through that. Mm-hmm. So whenever she felt threatened, she would like become that person. Yeah. So right. there are instances like that where your body makes a defense for yourself in uh, trying to protect you from experiencing something again?
1: Um, something that I recently came across is, um, it's a, it's an Instagram page. Maybe I'll link it because I can't remember. I, I, I literally just spend time scrolling on Instagram. But yeah. one of the things that we don't realize is that our bodies remember trauma. Yeah. You may not remember it because your mind, you know, your mind wants to protect you and it, it tends to block a lot of things out and not you, you, you tend to forget a lot of things. But your body reacts to certain environments so like if it if it recognizes something that it's experienced that it wasn't really um uh, friendly with or whatever um, it can shut you down and create anxiety and um, depression or anyway, we talk about all of those other mental health disorders or issues. I wanted to go back
0: a little bit to what uh, you said. There's a statement you said about when you came here, you'd hear people saying, oh yeah, my anxiety, my depression, this. Yes. On that same note, I think that we've become so used to loosely using these terms. So there are instances of normal Anxiousness, right? Mm-hmm. You're you're a human being. You can be anxious about something, but that doesn't mean you, you have, have anxiety. anxiety. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it also takes the focus away from the seriousness of these issues because everyone just uses it as like a, you know, spicing up the conversation. My OCD would not allow that. You know that you... I
1: used to, um, I had, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but just when you mentioned that, I had uh, a couple of friends, so I'd be like, oh my gosh, um, I like, clean my room and make sure it's tidy like yeah. my ocd just does not allow my pillow to leave my bed and it was only until i attended like mental health seminars and whatever or um events and they're like these terms it, it's really important to the people that experience it and when yeah. you use it lightly it takes away the, like you say the seriousness of it or like you know how we're just having a conversation like i'm so depressed yeah <laughs> but the heaviness of that and hence i'm um, I think two years ago, I decided not to use that word. I don't even like associating myself with that word because I've experienced it and I know the sadness and just the negative effects that it comes with it that I don't use that word lightly. Whereas when I came, it was like, I'm so depressed. But now I know and understand. the. Yeah. Yeah. I think
0: we can also just go into how... um mental health disorders look different on different people and i think we didn't mention this in the beginning but this is going to be a generalized view on mental health because i tried to look them up there's so many disorders there's so many mental health disorders yeah so um we're just going to be speaking about them like as a whole like mental health in general but i wanted to say that uh, these disorders do not look the same on everyone, and that's something that I've had to learn. Because when someone would say, um, I have anxiety, for example, if I see how they experience it, and it's not how I experience it, or it's not how I've seen other people experiencing it, then I was just quick to dismiss that, you know what, you don't even have Oh, how, insight.
1: especially how the entertainment, how we get, you know, how we get our information is through entertainment, right? Movies, yeah. and how it's, like, glamorized to mm-hmm. kind of be, like, depressed, and then a month later you wake up out of your depression because you were dumped and then you wake up and you're like, great and you can conquer the world. Yeah. Um, there's such a misconception, I guess about what I'll say depression. Cause that's what I can relate to, but what mental health looks like, I guess with what you're saying um, yeah. in other people, you could, you could see the happiest person on earth, but you never really know what they're going through on the inside. And that's depression true. is, you know, even with other disorders, um, there, I don't want to say there are levels to it, but there are levels to it. Mm-hmm. You, it. When you're depressed doesn't mean you're like, you know, extremely sad and you can't get up. You could be a functioning, depressed human being.
0: Yeah, that's very true. Mm-hmm. Or even like um, when I was reading up on anxiety in particular, because when people talk about anxiety, we just let that fall into the generalized category of anxiety, of, you know, just like an irrational fear of of just life man of things that can happen in life but that's where like your phobias come in you have panic disorders in there as well you have what do you call that sorry I'm gonna <laughs> say you experience it when there's people uh social anxiety. social anxiety like it's different things it can be a fear of being evaluated it's a fear of being judged or just a fear of things not going right and that can All manifests itself in different forms.
1: (laughs) You're saying this, and I'm like, oh, I got that. I got that.
0: that." (laughs) Yeah, because like I don't experience every like form of it, but I've seen that there are other forms that I experience, and that can be true for other people. Like they might not be afraid of being around people. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, I'm not. Like, I'm cool when I'm around people because I don't have social anxiety, but I have other forms of anxiety. And it's important to know that it looks different on different people. And it also helps to know what support you can give uh, your loved ones if they do come to you uh, with the issues that they're experiencing.
1: I would like to jump off on that point because Mm -hmm. I think there is a lack of support in our community. When I say community, I mean... The African and Black community, and I feel like now um, Black Americans or you know Black people in in the Western world are starting to accept that there is mental health issues in our community. We're yeah. starting to accept that functioning and being strong every day is not realistic and it's not helpful for your mental health. Um, so there's more talks and more more resources that are out there. But when I when I talk about our community back home, I feel like it's made out to be a joke so let's say if um if, for example um i said i wanted to study psychology when when i was leaving yeah and immediately i was like met with oh so you want to study mad people is that what you want to do you you want to look at like confused people people who don't know how to function yeah. and there's such a negative stigma back home that I, I can only imagine if you're experiencing depression anxiety bipolar it might be so difficult for you to um come out and say you're experiencing it, but also to acknowledge that you're experiencing it. Um, So I guess it's kind of a bit of both. When I went for my first therapy session, actually, no, my second therapy session last year, um, because I'd done therapy in 2015 um, before I left home. So 2020, I went for therapy because it was just, whatever I was experiencing was really overwhelming. And, The first thing we discussed is defining what you're experiencing, which is really key in understanding how to then sort it out in the future or how to go about um, figuring out what to do and what works for you. And I was so afraid to say that I was depressed. It gave me, anxiety. I couldn't even talk about my experience months after without crying or getting like really, okay, sorry, I just went. Anyways, um, so the first thing we need to do is define it, yeah. know what it is, and understand it. Yeah. Once you know what you're experiencing, it's easy for you to know how to look for resources to help you through um, that situation. And yeah. I feel like because back home we don't have resources to help us, it's hard to define it or look for it or sort it out to begin with.
0: Yeah, but in that, you can also struggle putting in towards what you're feeling. Because I've been through some moments where... I don't discuss it with anyone because I know the questions that are going to come and I cannot answer them. Like, I wish I could, but I just, I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what you want me to say. Mm-hmm. So it can be difficult to to figure out what you're feeling, let alone voice it to, to other people.
1: Um, another thing that I think impacts us back home is we tend to put mental health how can I explain this? You might have to put this in a sentence for me. Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys, I'm, I'm having a day. Okay. Um, but um, there is a reason for why somebody did this. So, for example, if somebody, um, this is really sensitive, so if, it's, if, if this is a sensitive topic for you, I would advise you to maybe take a break and um, listen to the next episode maybe. But, for example, suicide or attempted suicide. Um, the reason this person did this is because they were on drugs. Yeah. You know, it's never, hey, maybe let's understand what they were experiencing. They were going through to reach that point. Yeah. Or if somebody is asking for help, it's not because they drink or because they are on drugs. The reason they're probably doing that is because they're avoiding the feelings that they feel when they're in their normal state. Yeah. So um, I remember talking to, I guess I won't mention it because then it will have a trigger effect, you know who I'm talking about, but, I was talking to somebody back home and we were talking about suicide and, you know, being sad or whatever. And the first thing they said is, but that person was on weed and they were doing hard drugs. I'm like, yeah, but why were they on weed and why were they doing hard yeah. drugs? Is it peer pressure? Is it that they were really sad and no one really noticed? Had yeah. they reached out for help multiple times, but no one no one understood how to, how to um, help this person get out of it? And I feel like, I love you parents, but... They're not as understanding when it comes to mental health because I don't think they understand it. Yeah. And I also think that I don't even think they recognize when they're experiencing a downfall in their mental health. That's very true. You know, because I've never I don't think they've ever had conversations. I I can only I, I can only understand if your child comes to you, it may be really difficult to understand because for you, you're like. What the hell do you have to worry about? Yeah, I why pay you your sad? bills. You yeah. have food. Hey, you have everything. Why go you saying them dishes? What <laughs> hey, got depressed them dishes? Do you remember that me? So yes. yeah, I think there's such a lack of understanding and awareness in our community, and I I think it's really important that our parents and us as individuals begin to do research because it may take a long time up until the government decides to give us resources for us to understand so i think especially in today's day and age as we're more connected like you mentioned Mm -hmm. we really 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 need to take care of it sorry that was like a really long rumble no (laughs) but i
0: think also just to add on to what you said i'm gonna say because we are educated enough to know what mental health is, you know, the disorders, how it manifests and how it looks like in different people, how to deal with it, where the resources. I think it's also our duty to educate our parents, because I don't know if my mom is going to go Google what is mental health, because like it's not like it's not at the forefront of her of her mind. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's easier for me for example, to mention this to my dad because he's a doctor. I know he's going to understand. But like if you just have a, a regular, regular parent like my mom, I don't think that's going to be an issue that's like prominent in her brain. So I think it's up to us also to start educating them. And I know it's, it can be very hard to just bring up the topic because you're scared of being dismissed or just them not understanding. But I think we have to start somewhere. And I think it's, I think it's going to be up to us.
1: Um, Something that I just thought about is my I don't think my dad kind of understands the term depression or anxiety or Mm. whatever disorder it is. But he does understand when I'm going through something. So he won't name it that because I don't think he understands that. Yeah. But he'd be like, are you okay? You don't sound okay. Do you Mm. need a break? Do you want me to send you money so you can take a break and not have to worry about rent or something? So Mm -hmm. I think there is they they understand that you can get down. They just don't know how bad it can be or what it's called. That's true.
0: Mm-hmm. And a lot of people also just don't understand how bad it can be. And no, I can see lie. that in, um,
1: I feel like our parents have been depressed or have been anxious or have had something, but they just did not know how course. to label it. Because yeah. they, that generation has experienced some stress and a half, Yeah. you know? With, like, our economy going up and down and having to figure it out. Like, our pa- I think our parents constantly work do they ever take a break not really no do does your do your parents go to therapy therapy
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay so i also just wanted to bring up the topic of men in general because when i was doing my research found that um the suicide rates for men and women well for women They're usually half that of men. So, like men's suicide rates are always, almost always, times two of women. And yet, we don't really have many men speaking up about mental health disorders. And I think we can connect that to how much we have um, demonized, I wanna say, (laughs) men being vulnerable, because somehow that translates to a man being weak. But we're all going through life and it's like it's very common for someone to feel down and to feel just not good. (laughs) Just because you're a man doesn't mean that you're excluded from feeling that. So I think we need to really develop safe spaces for men to be able to speak up. And this is a word to men as well. I don't know if there's any men who watch this. But I think it's also up to them to start wanting to have these conversations because we see it in the statistics. There's a lot of men that are dying. Like, the suicide rates for men are very, very high, but we don't really talk about it. And um, I don't know. It's a very emotional topic for me because to get to a point where you think the only solution is to end your life, I can only imagine what you'd be going through at that point. And... um, I also wanted to say something on this same topic of suicide. Mm -hmm. For the people who, uh, if someone comes to you, for example, and they're having these thoughts of ending their life, reminding them that there's people who hurt once they're gone, I just want that to stop. Like, I want that to stop because I want whoever speaks to these people to highlight the value of their life without having to bring in, well, your mom is going to be in so much pain once you're gone. Bitch, I'm in pain. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, I think it's just a whole topic that needs more attention and needs more discussion. So I urge men, I don't know if anyone will even listen because you know, it's so deeply rooted in us that, you know, men are supposed to be this, women are supposed to be that. So I can understand how it's going to be difficult for someone to be the first person to be like, hey, I'm actually struggling, right? It's very hard to be honest in that sense and to be vulnerable in that sense. But it's very, very important as well.
1: That's really important. I was just, I was just kind of listening to you and um, analyzing the men in my lives. And I'm fortunate enough to have a partner that understands mental health and is very, he's willing to be vulnerable that he'll let me know, Hey, I'm not okay in this moment. And we've kind of had conversations about what that person needs when they're in that state. so I think men are put in a position of power in a position of um, leadership. And when you have those positions, there are assumptions about those positions that you have to hold, right? You have to walk a certain way. You have to assert yourself a certain way. And I think there's a lot of pressure, like you said, on men to um, not share and not be vulnerable. Unfortunately, that comes at a cost. Yeah. You know? A very high one. A very, very high one. And I think... It's such a, it's such a complicated society that we live in because it's sometimes when men do try to break that mold, excuse me, when men do try to break that mold, women are not as receptive, Right. because you also want a strong man or a guy who can protect and make sure that you're okay. But you have to remember like you say that these people are human beings. Yeah. And the amount of pressure that we all have in society, can you imagine not talking about it and this goes to both men and women. I think just highlighting the fact that men do experience um not experience it more. They experience it the same or whatever, but just don't share it as much. So the impact is 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 great. <clears throat>
0: So I was actually going to share an experience, Mm -hmm. but um, like I said, I didn't really even know what what I was feeling was called, you know, and uh, I think this is the only semester that I ever dropped classes and um, it actually started when you weren't there. And the other friends I have, like, in Canada, honestly, I had done some really messed up shit. So I was kind of alone. And I hadn't made... Oh, when I went home. Yeah, you we were home. And I hadn't made any other friends really. Well, not really in Winnipeg. You were my only friend, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> and you had gone home, and I was just really, really, really struggling. And that's the first time ever I went into a, like, a dark space where I just didn't know how to bring myself out. And... um. Okay, this, the point I'm trying to make is how important it is to have people who support you. So that's why I think it's important for you to open up so that people are able to be there for you. Anyway, so, yeah, child, I was going through a very, very hard time, wasn't eating, like I was just in my room all day, and I think you knew, like, I wasn't doing so well, I don't think I really explained to you what I was going through, but you sent someone to come (laughs) check up on me, and as soon as I opened the door and I saw that person, oh my God, I just, like, broke down. I didn't know that. I just broke down.
1: Do you remember who you sent? Yes. Yeah. I do, because I remember you told me. Yeah. you, 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 You didn't say exactly what you were going through Mm -hmm. but you just shared a little bit and I was yeah uh,
0: anyways but like after that I don't I feel like I started to feel a bit better and it's not even because someone had given me a lecture or talked to me but just knowing that someone oh my gosh I'm about to cry Oh babe (laughs) oh actually you can cry that's the point of this
1: mental conversation anyways but um you're doing great. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, oh my gosh, I'm going to ruin my makeup. It was so nice today.
0: <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Anyways, but just knowing that someone is thinking of you and someone is there if you need that, it's. I think it's very important to have that support when you're going through things. Because it can save you from... From so much, you know, so but you have to be willing to open up and let people be there for you because that was my problem as well. I'll just go through things by myself, and that's not because I didn't have people around me, but I just never let them in. And it's hard to let people in, but it could be the thing that saves you, you know. Okay, bad bitch activated again.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Are we sharing our experiences? Yeah, you can if you want to. Um, okay, so last year was, I I talk about this a lot. Well, not a lot. I talk about it with people that I know, Yeah. but was really difficult. And I think my partner and you were the ones that were exposed to it the most because I was living with Edwig and obviously my partner, I see him every other day. So last year was when I experienced really, a really stressful summer for me because I had what my therapist would define as depression and anxiety. And I think that was social anxiety. And I think that was really tied into my depression. And I found myself not being able to be around crowds. Like even when we went to an event, I had to leave early because I was just about to cry or whatever. Yeah. And thank you, Lindani, for walking me to my room. But he walked me to my room, he made sure I was okay. He said if I need anything, just let me know and was, you know, really supportive. But I say that to say, um, when you're in it, it's hard to see the end of it. Yeah, it feels like you're stuck, and you don't. You genuinely don't know how to get out. Because if you could, you freaking would. No, wouldn't you? You could yeah. just switch it. No one wants to feel that way. Um, and my advice would be to reach out. Because I I felt like, you know, when you're sad for no reason, you wake up nothing's ruined your day there's no reason for you to be sad but you're the lowest of the low and I think you know me well enough to know if my curtains are down for days there's something wrong or if I'm not getting out of bed there's something wrong and just acknowledging what your patterns are, I think is really important in mental health because you know little things like that will let you know hey you're maybe going down the wrong path, reach out to somebody for help. And I I have you, I have Bert, but sometimes it's helpful to talk to somebody who doesn't know you. Someone who won't judge you. I'm not saying you guys are judging me. Yeah. But you guys know (laughs) me and you're sensitive to me and you react to whatever it is I'm I'm giving out. Right. So if I'm sad, I'm probably gonna affect your day because you're probably worried about me. But when you talk to a therapist, a counselor, a spiritual guider, it doesn't have to be somebody in, 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 a, in a doctorate position or whatever. I'm just saying it could be somebody that could help you, could be a family doctor. Speaking to somebody that can guide you and give you resources is really helpful. Yeah. And being around people that love you and care for you is another really, really important thing. And I think that's so hard to do when you're depressed, Yeah. when you're anxious. Because you don't know how to be around people. You don't know how to function. Because you know when everybody is having such a good time. And just sitting there like this. Because you just don't know what to do. It's sure. so difficult to step out of the, out of that bubble. Because you're worried about how you affect other people. Yeah. But if you're around <laughs> people that genuinely care about you. Genuinely worry about you. Genuinely want you to be happy. You will be okay. They will understand if you're sad. So I think it's really important to find a community that cares about you.
0: Yeah. On that same note. I'm just going to also say. I think. Therapy is very important, and as much as we can have our support systems, I'm not professionally trained to help you uncover what you're going through. Like, I don't even really know how conversations will go. So I can say, I'm here if you need anything, but I, I can't really help you get to the root cause of what you're going through. So speaking to someone professionally who's been trained to aid you in doing that, I think it's very helpful, and I just genuinely think that everyone should go to therapy at some point in their life you might think God, you're okay. even
1: the therapists need to go to therapy yeah. everybody needs therapy because i think sometimes you don't even
0: affect i mean you don't even realize that the things that affect you maybe they're coming from your childhood or maybe f- they're coming from one single event and you just think you know it just is what it is but being able to talk to someone in that position might allow you to find out more about yourself and begin to start dealing with some of these issues.
1: Another misunderstanding that people have about therapy is that you only go when something is wrong. Mm-hmm. No, you go when something is right, when something is wrong, when things are okay. You go there to process how you're feeling, how yeah. you're doing. It it's doesn't just, have to be negative yeah, feelings. You just you could yeah. be the happiest person, but you could, you do need to go to therapy because sometimes you just need to process how you function in society. And I think it's really, really important to emphasize that just because you go to therapy doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. Yeah. You know, like I, I remember telling a family member, I was like, I think you you need to go to therapy. You think there's something wrong with me? No, I think I don't know how to help you with what you're telling me. Yeah. I need you to go to somebody who can help you figure out what you're telling me because I can't help you. Yeah. And even if you have a support system, they may not be able to give you the help that you need. You cannot solely rely on another person. That has no. Education behind it. (laughs)
0: So I can give you a hug, babe. I can I can I can make you a meal, you know. But yeah, those conversations need to be had, and it's helpful if you can have them with someone and who's trained to facilitate those kinds of conversations.
1: And just to let you know that even with therapy, there is also other types of therapy that you can take. You can have talking therapy, which is what I remember when we went to the doctor. I was having really bad anxiety or a panic attack or whatever, and this individual took a cab with me. I don't know if you remember that. No. Yes, you do. Where did we go? I went to uh, the doctor down on Pembina. Mm-hmm. And I had booked...
0: Which one? The useless doctor?
1: Okay. The female? The one who asked me when I was, if I was pregnant? Yeah. The one who told me
0: stop smoking. She didn't even tell you much, <laughs> bro. <laughs> you know, I have a thing with doctors in Canada. <laughs> yeah. They don't really
1: take time, no, honestly. I, I think walking clinics are really... They're just messed up. Yeah. You know that... I'll tell you later. Anyways, um... The point is there are different types of therapy. You can go to talk therapy. You can go to the gym therapy. Yeah. It could, you just need to figure out what's right for you.
0: Yeah. There's this one. My father. My father, he's so cute because sometimes he doesn't know <laughs> he what to say. say so cute. But because, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess because he has a medical background, he just bombards me with like things I can look into. I'm like, thank you. But this is too much. Yes. This is too
1: much. You just need someone to listen. Yeah. So, um, mm-hmm. if you go to our Instagram, um, or if you look down in our description, we're gonna do our research and figure out, you know, Zimbabwe, Zambia, Canada, resources that you um, have available to you, and um, seminars that you can look at. We will, we will try our best to add as many resources as we possibly can. Yeah. Um, and this is not the last time we're gonna be talking about mental health because it's such a broad topic that That's I think true. we need to go into like you know, generational curses and stuff like that, that are deal with. You mean, really that are-
0: love that phrase. <laughs>
1: you say it in every episode. Because oh, I just feel like it's so important. There's so many things that are passed down to us from yeah. our parents. And we, we we learn so much of it that I'm really trying to run away for some, from some of the behaviors that I have seen because I've seen them and I've seen how negative that they are, Yeah, that I see them in myself and I hate it. So um, anyways.
0: Yeah. And I think also this is something that I encourage for everyone to just have like a mental check-in, be it just you know, for yourself, like by yourself with yourself. I journal, yeah. So I journal, just write things down. And I know there's a time you used to do a mood tracker, right? Yes. Yeah, I also started doing that, but honestly, I stopped like a week in. But it's just helpful, yeah, Yeah. because you can also just track, like on this day, I was feeling this way. What had I done? What was I doing? What was I thinking? And that can help you to maybe distance yourself from things that don't make you feel as good. Sorry, one more point. Um, Sometimes... For me, I just don't go on social media because I don't like how I feel oh when God. I've been scrolling for hours or whatever. So I just kind of avoid it. And right now, the thing I do for myself is I have time limits for my apps. So me for my too. Instagram, I have like 45 minutes Except per for day. You, what do you do on know. YouTube? What do you do? Dismiss. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've done. Ignore, <laughs> remind me in 15 minutes. <laughs> Ignore, remind me in 50 minutes. You know what? Ignore limit for today. <laughs> But, yeah, so just find things that will help you uh, feel better because you have to take care of yourself in that sense. If you see that something is not working, get rid of it. I know it might be hard. Instagram, some people over here. (laughs) (laughs) Where are you looking? (laughs) But, yeah, anyways, just take care of yourself. Remember to put your mental health first, even if it's people that are messing with your mental health. Snip, snip.
1: (laughs) If you're not okay, you're okay. It means you're okay. It means you're functioning. Yeah. There is nothing wrong with you. And even if there is something, there's nothing wrong with you. Yeah. Everybody else is experiencing it. I'm not saying your situation isn't unique. I just want you to know that there are other people that are experiencing what you're experiencing. You are not alone. And hit us up if you're going through a dark time. Hit us up. We'll be there. You know, some of us have been there. (laughs) Therapy, (laughs) medication. It's lit. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, we miss you guys. And uh, hopefully we will figure this uh, technology thing out. Yeah. Thank
0: really you very soothing. much. We appreciate you guys listening or watching. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, you can catch us on Instagram. I'll link our account below. Actually, I'll also just place it here for the people on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But would love to stay in touch. And uh, if... You can give us suggestions of other things that you would like to hear from us. We want it to be like, you know, Mm -hmm. the communication lines to be open. So you can suggest your topics. We'll look into them, probably discuss them as well. But we appreciate you guys. We appreciate you taking the time to listen and watch. And we'll catch you guys in our next episode. Don't forget to pick up the next time we call. Bye. (laughs)